recorded live at 4ZZZ Studios Brisbane on 102.1 FM and broadcast across Australia on the Community Radio Network. You're listening to Zed Games. With 10 years experience and over 500 episodes, Zed Games brings you the best in gaming news, reviews, community and culture. Want to reach out? Message us on Facebook at ZEDGamesAU. Hello, hello, hello. My name is Zara and with me in the studio tonight is... Cam. And... Alexis. Alexis, what are you doing in here? Oh, you know, I thought I'd come in for fun and giggles. Oh, fun and giggles. That's (laughs) That's what what we're all about here. here. And wood. And wood. Um, To you listeners at home, that makes absolutely no sense. Uh, That's just a full triple Z thing. Um, We just like like giving each other... (sighs) Like trees. <laughs> oh, this this, this like is going very poorly. Oh, yeah. Okay. You know what? Bail me out a, a of this. Classic thank Cameron you. derail in the first three <laughs> seconds. <laughs> it's only been 20 seconds. Um, but we've actually got quite a lot to sh- cover on the show tonight. We've got news mm. and we've got more news, courtesy Ooh. of Alexis here. Yeah. Um, and we've also got a couple of reviews um, and then probably some discussion and music and stuff all to break up all that. So I reckon we'll just hop, we'll just pop straight into the news. Delivered by our very own Caroline. Yay. Time for some tasty, tasty news. Australia changing the classifications of games with gambling-like contents. From September 2024, the Albanese government will introduce mandatory minimum classifications for games containing gambling-like content. This means that games which contain in-game purchases such as loot boxes will have the classification of at least M, not recommended for children under 15 years of age, and games that contain simulated gambling will be required to be rated R18+. These changes are in response to growing community concerns about the potential harms of children accessing gambling-like content in computer games. A potential video game voice actor strike? With a provisional deal being reached in the Hollywood writers' strike after 146 days, it looks like there may be another strike on the horizon with SAG-AFTRA members having approved a strike authorization vote, winning with 98.32% voting in favor. This does not mean that a strike is going to happen, only that one can be declared if bargaining fails to produce a deal that members will accept. Since October 2022, SAG-AFTRA has been in negotiations with various video game companies to get voice actors a fair contract, with similar issues that the Hollywood writers' strike is addressing, such as protections against AI use, appropriate wage increases, and safety for both on-screen and vocal performers. NFTs are worthless! Remember when NFTs were selling for stupid amounts of dollars? Well, it seems like those days are a distant memory, as apparently 95% of all NFTs are basically worthless, and with 79% of all NFT collections remaining unsold. Cult of the Lamb live event, go get sacrificed! And if you're in Melbourne on the 5th of October, I am super jealous because there's a live ritual! Part of Melbourne International Games Week, it is one of many events that are on. It is to be held in Fed Square. 
Cult of the Lamb, The Ritual, is a free event that combines puppets, projection mapping, and a live DJ set by Riverboy, the creator of the amazing soundtrack of Cult of the Lamb. So what are you waiting for? Dress up like a woodland creature and go get sacrificed! There are many other fun video game things being held on the day at the location, but Cult of the Lamb is my favourite and therefore I'm biased. For the full lineup, check out the Melbourne International Games Week website. And now time for some games. On September 28, we have Chipmonk, Counter-Attack Uprising, Crowns and Pawns, Kingdom of Deceit, DL Villain Ultra, My Hero Ultra Rumble, Overpass 2, Firefighting Simulator, Gothic Classic, Infinity Strash, Dragon Quest of the Adventure of Dai, Islanders VR Edition, Wildmender, and on September 29, Cocoon, EA Sports FC 24, Park Beyond, Beyond Extreme, October 3rd, we have Battle Shapers, Scorn, Silent Hope, Station to Station, and finally October 4, The Fabulous Sphere Machine, and Wordless. They are all on some consoles. And that's all this week in gaming news. Thank you for the week in gaming news, Caroline. Um, I just want to say I feel so validated <laughs> by <laughs> NFTs being absolutely worthless. Who could have foreseen this? No one saw it coming. No one. No. Absolutely no one. Except for me, because I am a prophet. You're and a I c- truth teller. I'm a truth teller. That is true. Um, I just wanted to sort of get that little, I yeah. told you <laughs> so, little, little out of the way. Um, the classification of oh, video games. I am actually really happy to see this happening. Like, normally, you know, um, when I was like younger and it's like, you know, you would hear like the think of the children thing and I was still a kid. So yeah. I was like, what are you talking about? I can, I can absolutely play things. Um, perhaps children should not have exposure to literal gambling. Perhaps gambling is an insidious beast that is in putting itself into every single aspect of Australian culture. And I'm really kind of sick of it in any form. <sighs> I watched, I watched, I, I work from home. I watch a lot of TV. It's on in the background. I'm subjected to gambling ads every 14 seconds. You know? It's just, it's, it's relentless. Yeah. Like every single, pretty much every time there is a sports game going on, mm-hmm. I, like, I am almost more fed up of um, having to hear about all the gambling ads that um, are present during like every single game and it's yeah. like everyone's everyone's tuning in it's it's a sports game like you know the footy yeah everyone tunes in tunes into that i love mm. the foot pl- sports yeah um mm. the way that the throw the ball anyway, anyway that's not <laughs> the point the, the classification is actually a pretty good thing because there yeah. are a lot of parents out there who don't realize that they are introducing gambling mechanics to their exactly. kids exactly and that's like the thing is that um Unless you're like you're playing the game, unless you're in that community, you might not necessarily know about all the ways that it can take advantage of you. And also, as a gamer, I don't want to play games that involve gambling mechanics because it's like, oh, uh, it's luck. Like, uh, I'll just play D and D at that point. I was playing D and D exactly. MA fifteen. It covers kids, but there's also a bigger tip there as well around mm. neurodivergent people and people yeah. who have existing yes. gambling. Yeah, problems. like yes. um. Anyone who has, like, who's on sort of like the ADHD, uh, have that kind of funny brain. Um, (laughs) Oh, my God. Um, Video games are very quite, can be quite addictive. Mm -hmm. Um, You get that, you get that lovely little serotonin boost. You get the dopamine. um, You get the reward. You get the feedback immediately, constantly. 
and you start to get that from random drawers and then you start to it's very it's not it's not you know it's not fun it's also a bit carrot and stick too right the endorphins from getting that prize for doing something loot boxy and then you know the grind through games slowing down mechanics just to get you to click those buttons yeah there's been a few points where like i would sort of kind of head down that path and i'll just be like am i is this worth it am i enjoying this do i want to keep playing like this is this work you know (sighs) i don't want work in my video games (laughs) i don't like doing things um farming simulators forever oh (laughs) all right well we're well we're thinking about farming simulators because i just need to think about tractors and stuff for um a couple of minutes alexis you're going somewhere soon aren't you yes i'm going to the penny arcade expo in melbourne and you have prepared this lovely little package for us to play on the show i have indeed so folks if you want to hear about what there is to check out at pax listen now turn on your ears Are you going to Paxos this year for the first time or the 10th time? Well, either way, there's a lot to see and do when the Penny Arcade crew roll into Melbourne Convention Centre next week. So today I'm going to run you through some of the fun things to see and do as well as the things that caught my eye. Let's start with the main floor where the big names will be Nintendo, who are hosting a Splatoon 3 and Mario Kart 8 tournament in the PAX arena, and Bethesda, who are setting up a community party for Elder Scrolls Online, as well as hosting a few artistic slash drinking sessions for all skill levels. They are calling it Brushes and Brews, as well as a couple of panels on their latest games. Off from the bigger names is Devolver Digital, returning again to show off their latest lineup, including Noah Action Adventure Gumbrella and Angerfoot, the first person door kicker game. On the indie scene, Yukio Studios is bringing a big selection of Southeast Asian developed games, including a turn based RPG, Diva Data, by Kindred Studios, and East Punk Action RPG, Ghost Lore, by At At Games. Pickpock Games is also coming over the ditch from Aotora, New Zealand, bringing the first demo of their next game, Into the Dead, Our Darkest Day a side-scrolling zombie game about leading a group of survivors. PAX Rising will have a few gems as well, including Drifter, a pulp action game about solving the mystery of your own murder, Copycat, which is about a stray cat being turfed out of their new adopted home by a jealous stray, and The Dungeon Experience, a first-person colony narrative adventure about finding financial security in a dungeon dive. There are also a bunch of tabletop games on the show as well. Big names like Wizard of the Coast are running Dungeons and Dragons and Magic the Gathering stalls. But on top of the free game library that PAX provides every year, there's a few tabletop games in PAX Rising area as well, including Brisbane-based Quokka games with their Boba Tea builder Boba Master. If panels are more your thing, there's a lot on offer this year as well. In this year's Sorry Time, we'll be talking with Erica Ishii, voiceover actor on Cyberpunk 2077, Call of Duty, and Halo, as well as a regular guest on the Dropout streaming service in shows like Dimension 20 and Game Changer. That will be in the main theatre from midday to one on Friday. On the more serious side, there's a panel on Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander representation in the Kookaburra Theatre, 3.30 to 4.30pm on Friday. And Kiwi Talks has Mick Gordon in to talk about video game music in the Quokka Theatre, 5 to 6pm on Friday. On the more fun side, there's the annual Sea Shanties panel in the Wombat Theatre, 9 to 11pm on Saturday. And Robert Hartley is bringing back his D&D Death Roulette panel. If you're keen to kill some characters, head over to the General City Wombat Theatre, 1.30 to 3.30pm on Saturday. 
and of course some fan favourites like Acquisition Inc's Call of Cthulhu panel in the main theatre on Friday 8.30 to 11 o'clock p.m. and the Megathon for those who are keen on watching people compete in games for a free pass to one of the US PAXs next year. There's also a bunch of 10-year anniversary activities including 10 years of Press X to Science, the gaming and science panel, and the journals of a 10-year veteran of the convention and a bunch more stuff. But if none of that is to your speed, there's always the handheld lounge if you want to take a break and play your handheld. There's the speedrunning area and the jackbox area for some party games. And of course, there is a bunch of things on in the diversity lounge, including tabletop, D&D and Magic the Gathering sessions, and a bunch more stuff over in their theatre, including my little game show panel on queer history, which you can catch on Friday from 11am to midday. If you're looking for more info on the exhibition, head over to the Paxos website, oz.paxsite.com, and if you're going, I hope you have a good time, and see you there. Indeed! Have a wonderful time this weekend. I will. I'm very nervous about doing that, Pax. <laughs> I mean, oh look, no, look, it's going to be, it's, it's going to be, it's going to be like one of two things. Either everything is going to sort of be like, like the smoothest thing ever, or it's going to be chaos. But either way, it's going to be a lot of fun. I mean, a hot mess in the diversity lounge is not news. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, where else would a hot mess be? Oh. <laughs> But, um, yeah. In the cafeteria. Gotcha. Oh! <laughs> in the bathroom afterwards. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, this is going in a direction. I'm not too sure about this direction. But um, I do want to take this direction now. Cameron, <gasps> you're here to tell us about a video game. <gasps> I am very, very happy about this video game oh. because uh, it's called Toss, by Toss. the way. I noticed a lot of people, uh, you know, think it's a funny name, but I give a toss about Toss. What is Toss, you ask? What is Toss? Glad you asked. Uh, It is a game where you are a monkey, or an ape, or a simian. We never really drill into the lore of it, right? I have a question. Yes, hello. What if I'm already a primate of some description? Then you'll fit right in. Oh, nice! This is a VR game. It is on PSVR 2, Oculus, Steam, VR, and uh, I don't know, maybe one of those things. Go to your local VR supplier. That's right. uh, On the corner of the valley. Um... (laughs) But yeah, you are through the eyes of a monkey, and what I really love, first of all, is that there's barely any story. I am not a story and video games guy. I know that puts me, yeah, I know, but the, it's valid, I guess. It's valid. Like I just, I just, I'm, I'm old school, right? Rain, Rainbow Islands is the greatest video game of all time in my eye for for two reasons. Ooh. One, <laughs> because it looks everything is rainbow colored and very pretty, and Fair two, enough. the entire story for it is like you've been, uh, you were a dinosaur and now you've been turned into a, a person and you can shoot rainbows. Good luck. Anyway. It's very similar. You land on these uh, jungle gym floating set. Like, imagine a big jungle gym kind of like, you know, monkey bars. Yeah, imagine, imagine, yes, yes. Right? Yes. Floating in the air. And there's a rocket somewhere that apparently you'd crash landed somewhere. Who cares? Whatever. I, I you are a monkey. And with your hands that you use with your you know, VR controllers, you can grip uh, monkey bars. And then pull yourself and you fling off into the distance and you try to grab another one. 
and then they're big obstacle courses that you then get through and then you push a button at the end and then happy music plays and then you collect bananas any game where you collect fruit is good you're so right yes this and super monkey ball Supermarket yes, ball. right. Uh, Crash Bandicoot. Yeah. Bubble oh, bubble. Yes. Uh, yep, bubble ooh, bubble. It's yep. another one with fruit. Um, Donkey Kong. Donkey, Donkey Kong. Yeah, it's Donkey Kong. That yes. that is sort of the classic That's banana kind of collector. Yes. yes. Yeah. <laughs> Brilliant, right? Like Donkey Kong sixty four is terrible. But you know I could play that all day. Collecting more fruit in video games. Bring yeah. back fruit in video games. And 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 take it from me, listeners. I should definitely be collecting more fruit. Oh. But. You, you fly through and like some some of the obstacles are like uh, there's spikes and you got to avoid or you got to make a big long jump to get to another monkey bar thing that, that like pulls you along. Some of them are moving. Some of them are timed like so you can get through hoops. Um, it, it's very challenging obstacle course. And what I really like is that even though it sounds like it's a lot of work and effort because you're moving your arms around quite yeah, a lot, yeah, right? Yeah. You're, you're gripping things with one arm and then you're yanking that arm back to f- propel yourself forward. Yeah. And then you reach out with your other arm to grab something else in midair, right? There's a lot of timing involved. It actually sounds really easy. It's quite complex. And um, one more go-ish. You're like, oh, I just missed. Ooh. Oh, no. Oh, do that again, right? What makes that even more addictive is there are ghosts. Not not spooky g- 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 ghosts. Okay, I got oh, I, I know, really I know, I know, I know. So. But, you, uh, but you can watch your previous runs through a level or what your friends have done in previous levels and you can see how they did things. Can you see, up. like people's previous deaths and stuff yeah that you can see them fall oh, down that's fine. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> um <clears throat> but i i really like the fact that there was all that one little more go challenge because each it's five seconds right it's you're there yeah, you for can, an hour you have, before you, you have, know you have, it. you have you have five ten seconds you got nothing you can better to do that. you're listening to triple z right now you got nothing else going on right no, you, you can, can play this game yeah if you're gonna you, be you could probably yeah. just like boot it up right now and you you could be listening to this while playing it right now, and you probably should. You probably should. Um, it, <laughs> it's it's super colourful and super bright, and 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 when you do things, you hear crowds go yay, and it makes you feel good about yourself. kind of giving me like sort of Wii Sports Resort yeah. energy. Yeah. Like you know how you, like, yeah. I don't, you two played Wii Sports Resort? Oh yeah I, I've got the new one. I, I oh. just continuously play bowling. <laughs> I, I yeah. just love bowling. But like you know how you like you come to the island and sort of the resort and like yeah. your everything just seems like really kind of positive and like friendly yes. and but like also really competitive. Yeah. Of, a bit like that and very bright and cheery. Um, except for when I would lose. Well, the competitive nature, there are leaderboards for every single course, and each course is like, you know, only 30 seconds long, really. Yeah. But you want to shave off that half a second. You want to get just ahead, a little bit ahead of your yeah, pe- other yeah, people. Yeah. Um, as I said, very bright, very colourful, very happy. And I like happy Oh, games. it's got speedrun things all over oh, it. Oh, yeah. Oh, my I gosh. can see people, like, optimising the bananas out of this. <laughs> <laughs> That's why they run this show, folks. Um, I can see speedruns because it's like it's really about like uh, how quickly you can yank your arm back and propel yourself forward. Or, but there's also fine timing. Like sometimes yeah. you're climbing a tree and you feel you feel dexterous. Like you feel like you can accomplish things. Wonder, it's really cool. You know those um, those ninja warriors? Yes. Like those things or the wipeout courses? I yeah. wonder if you got one of those... 
those athletes and you threw them into toss with the VR headset and stuff. Um, I wonder how they would do it. Like if that sort of the their real life ability would translate nicely into the game reality. Both people I know who have been on that show have never played a video game in their life and they never will. They think yeah, they're, they're, I mean, they're all they're, outside all the time. Yeah, There's no electricity and stuff. So, mm, mm, mm. But, you know, it's a nice thought experiment. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. So, yeah, highly recommend it. It is a lot of fun. It's like 25 bucks, 30 bucks, something like that. It's totally worthwhile. And also, even though it sounds like really energetic, you can play it while you're sitting down. Nice. Ooh. Awesome. Thank you so much for that review. Oh, thank you. Um, I'm going to be turning the energy down because I have a review for Mediterranean Inferno. Oh, that doesn't... Developed by Lorenzo Radali and published by Santa Ragioni, this is not a game for kids. This is the same team that made Milky Way Prince, which means some heavy themes are explored here. There's sex and drugs, of course, but this game also explores things like grief, mental illness, and unhealthy relationships. Friendships, desire, reinventing yourself, discovering yourself, revenge, Entitlement, retribution, but most importantly, escapism. Mediterranean Inferno is a visual novel game that follows three friends who used to be spoiled brats who own the town. Now they're still spoiled brats, but they have gone on a holiday for three days and three nights. For spiritual discovery, for fun and partying, to unplug and get away from life. Set in post-COVID Italy, this game utilizes bright, vivid imagery with a mix of 3D environments and 2D sprites. You have some exploration and different branches to the storyline, but for the most part, it's pretty straightforward. The game switches between two worlds. The real world, with all its responsibilities, drudgery, pessimism, and uncertainty. And a mirage. A reflection of each character's desires. In a mirage, you are never wrong. No one will argue with you. And most importantly, you are not guilty. Through mirages, you are able to reach heaven. So each character is pretty motivated to experience as many mirages as possible. Now, this game encourages multiple playthroughs with different branches to explore. Not everyone can go to heaven, so you'll have to be selective of each run. But the game does have the option to run quicker after your first playthrough. I must stress how much bright high contrast colors are used complete with flashing. The game does have a photo sensitivity option, which turns the contrast down, which does help, but at the cost of the entire screen looking like it's a tinted window. I mentioned the three characters before. All ex-socialites, childhood friends who have reunited to try to recover from the lockdowns and isolation. And yes, they're spoilt, pampered, shallow and vapid. There is depth to them though, as you learn about their loneliness, their fears, and it's easy to dislike them. I don't like these characters, but there is a tone in this song that does resonate with me. I think we can all understand the experience of these past few years, how it seemed to change us all in ways we can't quite put words to. Do you get panic attacks on a crowded bus now? Do you feel like the quiet at home is too loud? Do you look around feeling a sense of loss? 
a sense of loss we all experienced, but still feel so alone in. I'll be frank, this is not an easy game to play. Not because of technical skill, because you need to select the right order of responses or something like that. This is not an easy game because it's a bit revolting. And I don't think that's a bad thing. When I say revolting, I mean to say that the characters are shallow and unlikable, there isn't really a happy or nice ending, and the story does delve into toxic and unhealthy behaviours. It's not really a fun game, and I knew that. Milky Way Prince had me sitting down afterwards and reflect a bit. It lived in a corner of my brain as I processed it all. I felt kind of sad, mellow, with a bit of disgust on the side. And that was kind of nice, cathartic. Stories are important, and the range of stories we listen to is just as important. Even the sad stories where no one is a hero. Meditaneria Inferno is a beautiful game with a beautifully ugly cast of characters. No heroes, no happily ever after. Just a dramatic fall through heaven and into reality. Ooh, that's wow. so very dramatic. With Ave Marie in the background too. Yeah, um, the game does explore quite a lot of uh, Catholic themes, as you would... Catholic? Mm. Is it Catholicism in Italy? Yes. Um, yeah, which, there's a guy called the Pope. Big deal. Yeah, uh, heard of him. Um, yeah. He's a musician, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, awesome stuff. <laughs> but, um, yeah... I've played Milky Way Prince, which I've reviewed previously, and that explored uh, things such as mental illness, self-harm, um, even depicted borderline personality disorder. Um, and it was rough. So I was expecting the same thing for this. Um, and it was different. And it just made me feel all sorts of ways. Not you know, not uplifted, mm -hmm. not feeling powerful, just, it's just is what it is. Sometimes people suck, sometimes <laughs> stories are dark, and sometimes there are no heroes. But there are still things that you can find relatable in these stories. Without drilling too much into it, it does sound like it's kind of like hit a nerve with you, in, in a way. I, oh, there's something, because the same thing happened with Milky Way Prince, where it was just like... Sort of, I think it was the the characters often have discussions about what the lockdown did to them. Mm -hmm. And although m like 85% of the time I was just like, oh my goodness, I hate this character. So annoying. Um, how can I relate? And then they had a conversation about the loneliness that they felt, even though that they are on top of the city. You know, these, they're, they're a crew. They were, on t they were everything. And still, they felt alone. Yeah. Um, yeah, so to sort of bring the mood back up, we're going to listen to Sir Teller Fernando by Mina. So you're listening to Zed Games, is that it? You're listening to Zed Games. You're listening to Zed Games. Hello, you're listening to Zed Games. 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 Perfect. Perfect. Thank you. My name is Zara. This is Zed Games. And with me in the studio tonight is Cam and Alexis. How are 
you two tonight? I'm splendiferous. Yeah, I'm splendiferous. doing... Splendiferous. That's such a good word. Thank you. Do you have another doing good word? super good. Oh, super, um... Super good's also super good. It's, it's always super good. It's always in style. <laughs> um, Says I, no one ever. Well, you just said it, so... <laughs> um, now, Alexis, what are you doing this weekend? What am I doing this weekend? Yeah. I'm preparing stuff for my PAX panel All next right. weekend. <laughs> yeah, the next weekend. Uh, apologies. What are you doing next weekend? So, yes, I'm going to have a panel at PAX. It'll be in the Diversity Theatre. It'll be on from 11 till midday. It is called Query Eye, The Great Game. Uh, yeah, and that's not all. Paul um, from Zed Games is also running a panel called the Trash Enthusiast Society. Ooh. Um, so definitely uh, go, if you're um, attending PAX, maybe check out some of the four triple Z heads over there um, because we're everywhere and we are um, very numerous. We have agents everywhere. Yeah, we've got we've got we got uh, Z heads in the street. We've got one on the building. We've got a line of sight through the window, um, and we've got three right in here in the studio. And we've got you at home, listeners, as and well. We're so grateful for you. We are so grateful. Yeah, and if you want to support all of the things we do, fourtriplez.org.au forward slash support. A subscription to the station can cost as little as twenty dollars. As little as twenty dollars. Um, oh, and and you get a. Uh, a beautiful, beautiful yearly dose of warm inner glow. Indeed, indeed. Um, have you two been playing anything recently? Can I talk about F zero ninety nine? Yes, you can. <laughs> go, go. You've got three minutes. I love nothing more than like paying Nintendo money to rent games that I'll never own, especially ones based on uh, Super Nintendo games I already own, and it's. It's F-Zero, which is a Super Nintendo classic game. It launched with it. Like, it's older than both of you. But <laughs> it's it's a brilliant racing game. And now they brought it back. And now you race against 98 other people at the same time. And I love it so much. It is so fast. It is so fun. Now, now is it fast and furious? Are you furious? No, it's fast and happy. Fast and happy. Everything's bright and colourful. And the music is like this, this 90s synth. Like a lot of slap bass stuff oh, in there. Okay, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Feels good. We should play some of the music on that because it's a new release. There oh, you go. Yeah, maybe, um, maybe coming up in the next one. I don't know, next week or something. I don't know, some of the but yeah, I highly recommend it. It is a lot of fun. Oh, so that's what awesome. I do. I, oh, wait. I went back and played Death and Taxes. D- what? <laughs> Death and Taxes? Yeah, Death and Taxes. I don't, um, know, this, it's a, I don't um, know if I know this game. What? It's sort of a Papers, Please style game. Oh! Oh, okay. Death in Taxes. Yeah, one I of the am. voice actors on it is Abigail Thorne, Philosophy Tube. Death oh, in yeah. There you go. Okay, so there's actually a place in Brisbane called Death in Taxes. Yes, it's a, it's a, it's a drinks bar. I've been there a couple of times. Ooh. I'm going there after this. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's all about um, the afterlife and judging people on the way up and down. Oh, okay. Oh, I think LucasArts did a game like that back in the 90s. Yeah. Um, yeah life and Death or something. Do you oh, th- um, there was Grim Fandango, which oh, I loved. Yes. Grim Fandango is a great game. Oh, do you think you two would be really good at judging people on the way to the afterlife? Um. <sighs> I'm judging people right now. <laughs> I mean, based on my first playthrough, yeah. Oh, <laughs> Apparently, I'm okay. That'd be awesome. That'd be a lot of fun. Um, what I, are you playing, Zara? Oh, what have I been playing? Oh, my God. Oh, no, I haven't been playing anything. Oh, no, I have. Okay, okay no. 
All right. Well, I have to mention it. There's a new Sonic Frontiers update. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> but you don't understand. Each chapter, each chapter, now each character has its own chapter with its with their own unique theme, which we haven't seen in forever. So I'm kind of I'm kind of really excited about it. But I can't play it until this weekend. I Be- have another Sonic head out there who really loves this stuff. <laughs> <laughs> who are you? <laughs> we need to be friends. Um, yeah, now it's time for us all to say goodbye, uh-huh. good night, yeah. and I love you all, listeners. Love you. Take yeah. care. Have a good night. Thanks for listening to Zed Games. If you'd like to listen to more, check out our podcast on Spotify. Or follow us on social media at ZEDGamesAU. See you next time. time.